identifying, getting in front of, and working with different target audiences in the home service industry is probably one of the key factors of, I would say, having a successful business in the home service industry. Oh, you could 100%. agree. Yeah. 100%. If you can't get in front of your customer, then no matter how good you are, you're not going to make any money. Exactly. So in, in home services, most companies identify these different target audiences as, you know, you've got your low income, middle income, and high income. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, you're not going to be targeting low income. There's people out there that do it. But if you're listening to this podcast and you're trying to grow your business, you, you're probably focusing on middle to high income, right? Yep. So in getting in front of, you know, middle and high income customers is, is totally different, right? So a, a middle income customer, you're going to go about a certain way. In mm-hmm. high income, you're going to go about a certain way. What what exactly is those differences? Yeah, so uh, it's helpful to whenever thinking about um, middle to high income people to think about what we call a target persona. Mm-hmm. So like, what are the common factors between people uh, who will buy my services? So middle income people, uh, you can probably guess that they are uh, in a standard job. They're mm-hmm. an engineer, they're a rancher, they you know work at a plant or you know they're in oil and gas or whatever. They go to work nine to five, they come home afterwards, they spend the weekends with their family and they go on vacation once or twice a year. Yep. Upper middle uh, or upper income, uh, you can probably anticipate they're lawyers, doctors, very busy people who might not always be accessible on the weekends or, um, you know, when other people would. And so uh, that's the most important thing, thinking about those common traits. So your middle income people, uh, they're going to be more accessible, yeah. both time wise, as well as uh, just being able to approach them. Yeah, they are typically if you're in home services, like knocking and hanging door hangers and stuff like that is uh, um, a very good marketing tactic, which we'll talk about a little bit more in another podcast oh, for sure. But um, they are in you know clusters of, you know, uh, areas right yeah. there's a hundred uh homes on one street that you can just go down and you can put uh door hangers on each one and yep. knock at each one yeah i think versus... I, I think i average like you know probably 50 knocks within a matter of le- less than two hours i can go yeah. in and actually knock at, at 50 different doors and you know we'll get into close rates and all that another time but um whereas you know if i go into a high income neighborhood and it's gated and there's you know, bigger plots of lands and everything like it's going to be, uh, I'm going to get maybe 20 or 30 yeah. in within that two hours because I, I'm, so you get less exposure, but obviously higher income typically comes mm-hmm. higher price jobs, things like that. Yeah. But exactly. um, also with uh middle income uh, versus higher income, uh, I would say another big uh, factor between those two target personas is going to be what they care about. Yeah. So you think about a middle income person. Um, if you're charging $5,000 for a job, that charge is going to be a much greater percentage of their annual take home income yeah. than it is an upper income person. Mm-hmm. If they're making $500,000 and you're charging them $5,000, like, no it's like, bad. okay, you're like, yeah, I have that. I can go ahead and pay it. Yeah. Versus somebody who's making 50000 that's 10% of yeah. their annual income. And so, you got to be a lot more competitive with your pricing, essentially. Yeah. If you're worrying about the middle income, focusing on them. Yeah. So whenever uh, targeting middle income, uh, you really have to take that into account. Like, how do I make this as accessible as possible 
to these people and price for them is going to be a very big factor. So yeah. what can I do between um, payment plans or maybe introductory offers or something like that versus a higher income person, then, you know, hey, I don't need to focus on that as much when I'm trying to get in front of that type of customer. Right. Yeah. And then the the thing that I've noticed talking about pricing, kind of getting into the job side of things is like working for just, and maybe it's not like it, it's not like this for for every single person. Every every person has their own personality and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But I've noticed when working for the higher income, specifically within the handyman uh, services, they typically are a lot less hands off. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of like, hey, I need you to come do this. And then they're gone doing whatever they're doing. Yeah. And um, they, they typically pay right away. They typically don't really care about the price as mm -hmm. long as you're treating them right. Now, they're smart. They're, 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 they're not dumb. They so, didn't get there without yeah, being smart. Yeah. They're going to know if you're totally screwing them over, mm -hmm. right? But for the most part, if they, if they know that you're presenting yourself in a way that is way more professional than everyone else, a higher income person is probably going to prefer that. Like yeah. we had a client just a few weeks ago. I don't know if you remember, but he was like, I really don't care about the price. You're the best looking company. Like yeah. it, it, you look national. You look mm -hmm. like you're going to get the job done. And, you know, we're at dinner last night and then boom, he pays without even looking at the job. Like didn't yep. even look that the job was done. He just had that trust because mm -hmm. of, of how we've built the smart fix. Right. Yeah. And whereas middle income, you get a lot more middle income jobs because you can get more knocks in, you can get mm -hmm. more targeting to them. Right. Um, but it's a little bit more difficult um, to deal with sometimes because they might be what you would call a, a, a helicopter customer where they're standing over you, making mm -hmm. sure they're just a lot more aware of their money. Right. Yeah. Uh, and they're, they're more aware of it. And, and so they're going to be more safe with it. They want to make sure the job's getting done 100% correctly, no matter how you present yourself to the middle income, especially the lower income. Um, it, it They're just going to be a little bit more cautious. You know, yeah. they're not going to pay right off the bat. They're not going to uh, pay the second you're done. Like you just have to treat them, uh, what I would say, just a little bit more carefully. Mm -hmm. um, and then it's, a, it's the same, like, kind of jumping back to the high income. I treat them even more carefully because they just, have a hundred percent trust in me. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's, I don't have to actually like handle the customer in a different way. Cause they're typically just not even part of the equation. I just have to make sure the job's handled a hundred percent perfectly. Right. Yeah. Um, Thinking about high income. Um, you know, if they, it makes sense. If somebody doesn't have a lot of time, they're yeah. very busy with their job, their company, you know, whatever, yeah. uh, they're going to put a premium on being able to hire somebody that they can just trust. Yeah. And so for them, professionalism, showing that you can do the job right and it's going to be done right the first time, they don't have to micromanage you, mm -hmm. is going to go a long way in helping you win bids for those higher income earners. Yeah. Versus um, middle income earners, you're going to get more bids if you can be more competitive in your pricing and turnaround times. Yeah. There was a cool thing. I'll, I'll do a little example real quick. On TikTok, the guy, I thought it was awesome. Um, the guy had a backpack. I'll just use this box. And he's like, hey, so what um, would you say if I told you that I'll sell you this box for $1,000? Mm -hmm. What would you say if I told you that? I'll say it's, this box it's, for a box. it's a box. It's a box. Why? <laughs> His mentality was rich people think what's inside the box. If it's for $1,000, there's got to be something good inside the box. And yeah. to me, that's how 
a rich person thinks compared to a middle income or more poor person, right? Is like it it's it's just a box, whatever, right? Yeah. Whereas and you know it's just a box because we just pulled this out yeah. of the, the, the <laughs> things, right? But that was his perception is like a higher income, wealthier people are going to value um the services, the products more, and they're going to care less about the price because it's what are you gonna get from it? Yeah. So how, so you run the smart fix, you work with both different types of of clients, middle and upper income earners. How do you position your, not just the, the quotes when you're bidding the job and saying, here's how much it'll be. Right. How do you manage the entire process of the phone call through going, looking at the project, bidding it, doing the project between middle and high income earners. Yeah. So a, the cool thing is, is the software we have, uh, we, we use jobber. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the second, the, the first thing I do is I get their information. Um, and that's across the board, everything they send in their name, phone number, address. Yeah. And with that info, I can look at their address. I can immediately see they're in this neighborhood. And I know based off this area, is it middle income or high mm-hmm. income, right? Yeah. They're in the country club, they're high income. Mm-hmm. If they're in, you know, I forgot the name of it, but if they're in one of those other neighborhoods, they're probably middle income. Yeah. And if they're over here, maybe I just don't worry about the client, <laughs> right? right? Um, so from the beginning of it, if I can see, let's start with middle income. If I can see that they're in a middle income uh, uh, housing development or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm going to immediately treat that a little bit differently. I'm going to be, like I said, more cautious with it. Yep. I'm going to make sure that I go in person to that appointment because yeah. they care. They want to build a mm-hmm. connection with me. They want to see me. They want to do all of that. Um, I'm going to make sure to do that. Whereas a high income person I've noticed is actually very, very impressed with the fact that I can immediately send them a quote right then and there based off of what we've done in the past. Mm-hmm. And because they're, I would say, um, a little bit more impressed with how our website looks and how our reviews are and everything like that. They have a little bit more trust. Yeah. Um, so I can just send them that. And the high income person appreciates that because I'm saving them time. Yeah. Right. Whereas a middle income person wants me to come to their home mm-hmm. and talk to them and, and build that trust and and get to know me before I can say it's this amount of money. Yeah. A high income person is loves the fact that I, I within two hours I sent them a price yeah and they're like oh perfect great let's do it um that's that's step one so high income I've realized I can be a lot more straightforward here's mm-hmm. the price let's go for that middle income I kind of nurtured a little bit a little bit more right like go talk to them tell them about whatever things going on explain the price to them mm-hmm. um high income I can just kind of shoot it over as long as they're impressed with the jobber has changed everything, right? They, they can see that everything's automated. They immediately yeah. think that they're going to be taken care of just because of that. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of step one. I, I immediately change, I immediately handle it a little bit different there. The, the second part is, um, actually on the job, right? So handling the on-site part, middle income is typically they're going to want me to be there in the evenings or mm-hmm. uh, the weekends because they want to be there to watch me do the work yeah. perfectly fine i just have to know that whereas higher income i've noticed that 90 percent of the time they're just like hey the key's under the mat um <laughs> you know come in get it knocked out like they don't they typically don't really care a whole lot more mm-hmm. and as long as you a high income person I make sure that I spend an additional hour every single day cleaning up after myself. Yeah. And but I bid that into my quote. Mm-hmm. They're gonna they're gonna pay for a premium price. I'm gonna clean up every day. I'm not gonna leave my tools there. 
I'm going to treat it like a high income mm -hmm. job, right? Middle income, I'm going to, um, you know, going to still have that same value and pride in my work and everything, but maybe I don't sweep and mop every day, yeah. right? High income, I'm, I literally sweep and mop every day after a job. Middle income, I'm just going to, you know, go in, get what I need to get done, come out, come back the next day. Yeah. And they're happy with that. So, and that's kind of you optimizing for the price. Exactly. Like, yeah. You know, at the end of the day, if we are doing work and we're losing money, then it's not worth it. We exactly. shouldn't do that job. And so you are pulling out things that they are not, it's not top priority for them. So right. middle income, their focus most of the time is more on the price. More on the price. How can I afford Is it this? affordable? Yeah. And so you pull out certain elements from the job that help yep. you reduce your time commitment and therefore offer a more competitive price versus higher income. They care more about uh, not having to micromanage you yep. when you're know, having a clean home yep. to come home to. And so yep. you just bid that to a job and put a premium on that price. Yeah. And people don't really like so many contractors, subcontractors nowadays, they don't do that. They mm -hmm. treat every client the same. Yeah. And, you know, the whole motto of like, you know, the uh, treat every client the same in general, that motto, I, I don't agree with at all. Mm -hmm. Because if somebody wants to pay a lower price, they're going to get a lower package or a lower, yeah. you know, a little bit lower, not necessarily I've, in the, the, the end result. It's uh -huh. just how you're handling it. Maybe yeah. you're not having two or three guys on it, knocking it out and making sure it's perfect and, and pretty. Yeah. Um, like you would a very high end. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've always thought about it like this. Uh, if I have two people, one's paying me a thousand dollars, another one's five hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. Is it ethical to do the exact same no, thing not. for both people? No, you're ripping off the person who paid you twice as much. Exactly. So have differentiating treat them differently. Yeah. Do for the five hundred dollar person what they paid for and the thousand dollar person do yeah. a little bit more to make up for that um that double payment. Like I was talking about the cleaning up afterwards. I mean, just that little thing. It's an hour, right? Well, mm -hmm. if our billable rate is $150 an hour, I can save them $150 every day that I'm there. Yeah. You know, and if, it, if it's a five-day project, then that's saving them. I'm not good at math. What's $150? <laughs> uh, $750. $750. $750. Soft, for them. This is why yeah. we have softwares in place. Um, yeah. yeah, so it saves them $750. So if I give that, $750 off essentially mm -hmm. to that middle income person, then they're going to be a lot happier. Mm -hmm. The higher income person, they have a very nice home. They want it to be very well taken care mm -hmm. of. I'm going to charge them $750 for that week to clean up every single day. Yep. But I know in, in my schedule, I have an hour of cleanup yeah. every day. And people don't do that. It doesn't mean I do a worse job or or their you know sheetrock's gonna look like crap. It's it just a little bit of a differentiating yeah. factor there. Um, and if you do that, you're going to save time, maximize profit, and you're you're going to grow within your industry because mm -hmm. you're you're treating each target audience the way that it it should be treated mm -hmm. and the way that they want to be. They want to be treated that yeah. way. And I feel like it's kind of the same in probably all industries, right? Like if you're paying for a higher premium product, same thing. You know, if you pay for an iPhone 15 Pro Max, mm -hmm. you're going to get different features yeah. than you are in an iPhone 15. Mm -hmm. And so if if you're doing that in products, why are we not doing that in services? Most mm -hmm. people, I don't feel like, do that in services. And that's why their businesses fail. They try mm -hmm. to do the same across the board all the time for the people that pay $100 and the people that pay $1,000. Yep. Change those tactics give them certain things off so you can get to their price point. Yep.